0: listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. Hello, welcome, and thanks so much for tuning in to Productivity with Holly. It's wonderful to have you here. Now, before we get started with this episode, I would like to ask you a huge favor. If you're really enjoying what you're hearing, I would be forever grateful if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving reviews helps me to reach more people, and when you do leave a review, I actually take the time to read that review out on the next episode and thank you for leaving that review. So if you're a business, that's actually a great little shout out for you too. Today, I'm speaking with Ange Sibley from Ever So Homely. Ange is passionate about living with less, but still creating a home you love. We're going to chat about what makes a house a home, what the difference is between a house and a home, how home organization and productivity go together, and the pride of DIY and homemaking. Okay, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Productivity with Holly. I am so excited to speak with you today.
1: Welcome. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat to you today. Oh,
0: now, look, I know we're kindred spirits in when it comes to organisation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, who's at home with you and what it is that you love.
1: Yeah, sure. So my name is Ange and I'm over at Ever So Homely. Pretty much I am a mum to three girls, two um, twins which are six-year-old and a three-year-old and pretty much I'm just all about helping other mums simplify their life and home and creating a home that they love and I've created a beautiful community of homemakers and DIYs and I absolutely love baffing around at home like I'm the biggest homebody and that's sort of that's my happy place. (laughs) Yeah
0: that's awesome though like I love that you said that you love faffing around at home because I do too. And it always makes me feel like, does that mean that I'm old? Does that mean that I'm not fun? But you are heaps of fun and I've seen all the awesome things that you do. So knowing that. Makes me, it, it definitely doesn't make me feel old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. I do love it. Well, I'm older than you, so. <laughs> not by
0: March, not by March, like seriously. It's nothing, it's nothing at all. So, Ange, something that I would love for you to explain to us about is what is the difference between a house and a home?
1: Okay, so I guess you could say, a house is somewhere that you live and something that you can actually buy. And a home is what you actually make it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a place um, that you love, surrounded by the people and things that you love, um, built and curated and created with love. Um, you can definitely buy a house, but you can't buy a home. And your home is your comfort, your love and your peace. Oh, yes, that's that's just
0: getting me. And it's, it's actually, as you know, because um, we are friends, that we've just recently moved house and or apartments and even though we're still unpacking and everything is still everywhere, we feel like we're at home. We're not just in another rented place. This actually feels like home and, you know, for the first time ever, we're talking about buying an artwork to hang on the walls
1: you know like we've
0: we've never felt comfortable enough I I shouldn't say we've never felt comfortable enough anywhere because there definitely was one place but there just wasn't the wall space really to hang pictures plus we were also at uni and you know it wasn't really on our minds but now we've got this big blank wall where we uh we've already picked out a work a piece that we want to get. Um, it's, it's a beautiful print by actually one of my husband's old high school best friends. He's a beautiful, beautiful um, artist. And we've picked out the piece and I think we know which size we're going to get as well. And it's just, it's those little things, like you said, that just make it feel like love and home and cozy and just all the good things that you want to feel when you walk in your front door.
1: Yeah, definitely. And look, I think artwork is such a personal choice as well. And it sounds like you have such a strong connection to what you're choosing as well. And I think that's so important. Yeah,
0: it is. It really is. And it was only, and it's funny, even though we know that um, Paris, so the artist is Paris Tremaine, he's here in Melbourne. So Paz, thank you. Um, But uh, the it, I'd shown Alex another piece of work and he's like oh my gosh we should check out Paris and you know it wasn't until that I'd actually sort of shown him this particular piece of work that we'd even you know we knew that Paris was an artist but it had just never occurred to us because we've never had so much space and we've never felt so at home as a family the three of us so yeah, oh, wow. it's a really exciting journey Journey already and we've only been here such a short space of time. So I can't wait to see what else we will be able to do in the future.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. It sounds like the perfect place for you guys.
0: I think so. And we're already talking about, you know, we can see ourselves here for the foreseeable future. Like we, we don't think we're going to outgrow it. And even when our daughter is a teenager, you know, there's still assuming we're still in Melbourne, that is, and not back in Geelong. uh, But we're just like, it's, it's still perfect because when you're a teenager, you're just going to retreat to your room anyway. So yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's a great space. So now I did mention before that we're kindred spirits when it comes to an organized (laughs) home. So can you tell us a little bit about your home organization, please?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I actually started after our third child, so Brooklyn, so she's three and a half now. Um, we moved when I was 34 weeks pregnant. We just bought our house. Obviously, still getting settled in when she was born. And having twins, three-year-old twins and a newborn and a new house, I just felt so overwhelmed every day every day I was like groundhog day I just felt like I had too much stuff we had accumulated so much um with the girls being so young as well and moving that yeah I felt like I had to start getting a hold of it and the mm-hmm. best way I found how and I also wanted to decorate our house and I couldn't decorate anything because we had too much stuff um, yeah to actually start getting rid of our stuff, make it easier on us, find some good organising solutions for our whole family that works well and literally living with less. Like I think that's probably been our biggest thing, minimal what we actually have because, um, yeah, it does, it makes life so much so much easier you've got a home for everything you're not distracted by things lying around it's easy to pack away mm-hmm. it's easy for the children to pack away without them nagging or nagging them about it as well so yeah. yeah that's sort of how I've come to today to literally just make my life easier and now I'm sharing these processes with everyone as well Absolutely.
0: And just
1: uh, a little
0: extra question. So obviously you've built a, a, a wonderful community of homemakers and DIY. How did you come into DIY? Like when did it all start for you with DIY? Were you young or was it just when you had Brooklyn or?
1: Um, well, I guess even if you go back to when I was a little kid, I used to prefer being outside with my dad rather than being inside with Mm mum. So I was always around dad. Dad was always very handy around the house. I always used to often help him with stuff. Um, I also did woodwork Mm -hmm. at school as well. Um, So I've always had a love for woodworking as well. And then sort of became obviously um, an adult and started working with that sort of stuff. And I hadn't actually touched a tool in many, many years until I had the twins and I decided I wanted to start making some wooden decor for their bedrooms. That's when I sort of got back on the tools. And then when I was on maternity leave and we moved to this house is when I started personalising our home and I actually fully got back on the tools and, um, yeah, the DIY. And I guess a lot of it I've learnt as I've got, like as I've learned, I've learned a lot as I've um went through and have done my projects. I guess I've got my dad's genes as well. Like I sort of have an idea and sort of already have an idea of how I want to assemble something or put it together or how I want to actually um, attack the project as well. And, yeah, that's sort of where I am and how I am doing it sort of today. I just push my boundaries each time. Um, If I don't know something, I often YouTube, like if I don't know a certain technique or something or I ask my dad uh, for guys at Bunnings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I absolutely love it. And I'm so happy that I am back on the on the tools and there's so many things I can do on my own.
0: Yes, I absolutely love watching your reels and your IGTVs and in your stories when you're on the tools. And I just, it, it, like you, I did woodwork at school and I loved it. But mm. when I got into... Um, electives. I actually had to drop it because I wanted to be an architect, and I needed to do things like physics, maths, methods, and graphic design. So, like, I had to do, I had to drop all of my hands-on subjects. Like, I used to do um, metalwork and plastics, and, um, and and woodworking as well at school, and I loved them. I absolutely loved them. And it's not until now that, like, at school, I always said that I hated it, but. I think that it was, I'm not sure why, but now that I, I've sort of matured, I realised how much I did actually enjoy them and the pride that I did take. Um, I've got this little sort of coffee table thing that, a little side table that I made for, you know, I did use it in my room to have my, at the time it was my, little stereo with my cassette player and my CD player and all that fun stuff and now it's at mum and dad's still and every time I do get the opportunity to go back home I look at it and it's a great sense of pride so I can only imagine how that feels for you like recently uh you revamped your office studio. your tv unit your you know oh, like, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah I can't imagine like you know the, the pride that you f- taking it from, cause that it did have legs, didn't it? And now it's wall mounted, you know, you've completely redesigned that. Like
1: that's just incredible. <laughs> that was um, definitely a labor of love. Lots of elements to, yeah. to that one. But it is, it is such a sense of pride when you accomplish something like that. It's just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like all the time. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I can't believe I've just done that. Like I still look at it. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I did it. Like, yeah.
0: Just a bit surreal.
1: Yeah, complete sense of pride.
0: Yeah, wonderful. So good. So we've talked about your home organisation and, you know, how it all came from a a sense of overwhelm. So with productivity being a great uh, tool would you have to reduce overwhelm? How do organisation and productivity go together?
1: I definitely think it actually just makes life easier. Having routines help as well. Um, and it helps you be able to be laser focused on the tasks that are at hand um, as well, which I think is really important. So especially if you are working from home, house and home stuff can really, really distract you. And, You can procrastinate with like, oh, I'm just going to go put a load of washing on. I'm going to go put the dishwasher on. I'm going to go clean that. But I really feel when you have routines, it leaves space for everything that you need to do Mm -hmm. in the home. Like I'm I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm quite strict with how I do things and when I do things. Like say Wednesday, all the children are at school. So that is completely my whole day. I don't do anything at all in the house. It's always an easy dinner. And that way I can laser focus and I know that having these routines in place that it's okay if my washing's not done because I know that's going to happen tomorrow. I know um, if my bathrooms need cleaning, I know I don't have to do it today even though it might be bothering me. It's okay because I know on Saturday that's my allocated time to go and do that. So yep. it really does help having that sort of structure. So, yeah, literally laser focus on what you need to do and you're concentrating on what that task you're not worrying about all the other stuff that you need to do because I think that's what affects your productivity is when you procrastinate because you're just overwhelmed and you've got so much to do and you just don't even know where to think or start on how to move ahead
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and I know that he Here, obviously having recently moved and things not being a hundred percent and we've got open plan living now. So where I sit at my desk, I can actually look directly into our kitchen and I'm looking and I'm seeing all the little things that still need homes or we're still waiting on online orders to be picked and whatnot. But I'm just like, you know what? Today is my work day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday are not my work days. I know that things will happen there, and and I think you know you're a hundred percent right. It's that, that we need to give ourselves the grace and the time to understand that we cannot do everything all in a day, and we just have to appreciate that we have planned things to happen at another time, and that. They will happen, if that makes sense.
1: It will. It will get
0: done. Exactly. And
1: that's like even like cleaning as well. Like I have that broken up a little bit each day. So the house is always clean. Mm Like There's always something that you're doing. Yeah. Take that step forward to make it how you want it to be. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. Now, and what is your number one productivity tip?
1: I would have to say... Doing the same thing, same time, each day, each week. We're creatures of habit. I got told this by one of my old bosses when I used to work. Um, And I probably didn't get it back then as much as I do now today. Yeah. Um, And it helps because, yeah, we are creatures of habit. And it does help with your productivity because, as I said, like I know if my bathroom's going to be cleaned, I'm not going to go do it today Mm -hmm. because today's my work day, I guess on a Saturday morning. I get up on a Saturday morning and I just go and do it. Like, no questions asked. And when you do things like that, nothing, I guess, builds up too much that it's even more overwhelming Mm -hmm. to tackle and actually do as well. Um, And then the other thing probably on top of that is brain dump, like getting it out of your head because you can't concentrate on anything that you do and do it well if your head's full. Yes. Um, so getting it out will help you have a restful sleep, We help you get on with your day, won't overwhelm you during the day. And, yeah, I think those two things, if you can sort of make those couple of adjustments, you'll feel so much lighter. Yes,
0: I and do. And happier.
1: Like, I do know, there's so much weight on women's and mothers' shoulders that you feel like there's so much to do all the time. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: there is. There really is, and and on that, I actually have recently seen. Um, I I can't remember. Well, it has to be ABC because we don't really watch anything else. But unless it was on commercial television when I was watching uh, some netball over the weekend, but there's actually an ad, an, a TV advert now that has a woman who is trying to get herself out to go for a jog or a run or whatever. And it's got people climbing on her, asking her what to do, what's this, what's that, where's the food, where's my clothes, you know, like, and so I think that, A, it's probably a woman behind that marketing campaign, but B is that people, uh, society is finally starting to realise just, how much, and I'm not saying that there are not men out there who don't do their fair share, because I know that there are. Uh, and and I do have, I'm lucky enough that I do have somebody at home, as I know you do with your husband, who who does help out with things. Um, and it's not even help, they just do their share. <laughs> um, but seeing this ad campaign, I felt a real sense of pride that this particular marketing campaign finally exists, if not for our generation, but for the generations going forward, that perhaps at last greater society will realise just how much women, and it's whether they're mothers or not, because I think there's this inherent... (laughs) I wouldn't say an inherent expectation, but yeah, it probably is that that women just take on all the things organisational and the reality is when we do that, we fall in a heap. So by having that brain dump and and I don't know about you, but having a brain dump in a visible area for the rest of your household to see, particularly if the, the rest of the household could read, obviously if you've got young kids, mm-hmm. it's a bit difficult, but if they can see the things that need to get done, or the things that are on your mind, then maybe they might just be able to take that little bit of initiative and do things for you, and that will lighten the load even further. Don't know, mm. just 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 hypothesising here.
1: <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> but um, you know, I think that it's it's definitely the way forward is is definitely getting that brain dump out. I'm forever writing lists and then I'll realise that, oh, I've actually got a few too many lists going here. I need to condense them down and make sure that, you know, everything fits into one and then I just sort of go again. So, yeah, 100% agree with you. So It definitely does help. It really does. Now, where can everybody find you so that they can come and see more And goodness?
1: Yeah, definitely. So over at Ever so Homely on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and also Pinterest, I also have a private Facebook community as well, um Everso Homely, and my website www.eversohomely.com.au.
0: So it's eversohomely.com.au <laughs> and over on Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest at EversoHomely. And thank you so much for being here today. I have thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you and learning more about how home organization and productivity go hand in hand. So thank you so much for being here.
1: No worries. Thank you so
0: much for having me. Thanks. Take care and bye -bye. bye bye. And thank you so much for that wonderful chat. It is evident that your heart and soul are very much at home and it is so beautiful to witness your home come to life with every renovation that you do. Keep faffing about and we absolutely love it. The other thing that I love is how you said that your top productivity tip is that we are creatures of habit. So doing things at the same time, same day, each week will help us to create a routine in our home. I could not agree more. For everybody who is wanting to know where they can find Ange, you can find her over on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at eversohomely. And her website is www.eversohomely.com.au. But don't worry, all of those links will be in the show notes as well. And that wraps up this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you would like productivity and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au. If you're on a computer, pop the details in the pop-up when it appears, and if you're on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit to find it on the page and enter your details. Now, if you'd like to book in for one-on-one coaching, head to the coaching section of my website for more information. And if you would like to see what I get up to in between episodes, come over and join me on on Instagram. Just search for Mayday VA. Now, if you are wanting to get inside the Organized Biz Village, it is currently closed for 2020, but it will open back up again in 2021. If you want to pop your name on the wait list to get in in 2021, it will be March or April, head over to organizedbizvillage.com.au to get the updates. And that's it. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts leaving a review helps to build the like know, and trust factor and helps me to reach more people to find out more about how i can help you maximize productivity in your business head to www.maydayva.com.au and if you'd like to see what i'm up to on a more regular basis come on over and join me on instagram you can find me at MaydayVA. thanks again for letting me share this time with you today I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.